The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, I was just listening to your most recent episode where the firefighter prophet says that there are secret messages, demonic witches sending messages across the Twitter space to get Donald Trump assassinated. And I just want to point out something really quick. So Lee Harvey Oswald was the white man who shot JFK. The men who shot MLK were white men. All of the shootings that have basically happened in 2018 who were, that were big mass shootings are white men. So to follow this man's thought process, in order to not have a conversation about what you guys said is the real cause of these murders, racism, and misogyny, he's pretending that there are some witches on the internet secretly mind-controlling white men into doing demonic activities like assassinating presidents and people in nightclubs. So this is how far we've come. I just, I mean, can you guys believe where we're at? Gloria. Hey, Tom and Cecil. Love the show, you guys. Uh, I was just listening to episode 444 where you guys were listening to the recording of that one witches thing from a news article. I just wanted to comment on the fact that that one lady said coming out of the broom closet. I'm actually a gay woman, and I think that is honestly the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Uh, aside from the Salem witch trials and shit, maybe... Uh, 400 years ago, you know, with the Catholic Church. Um, I really don't think um, my experience and being a witch on Instagram is exactly comparable. Uh, anyway, glory hope. Bye. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 447. Buddy, we are reunited. reunited. It feels so good. And it feels so good. You just got back from the land of the ice and snow. You're in in 
uh, Reykjavik in Reykjavik. Iceland, Hammer right? of the Gods, yeah. Yeah. just hanging out, doing some fucking thawing or whatever yeah. happens up that way. Been their mountain, which is called Eflaka Eflaka Eflaka. That's what everything is called up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's like that's what that's how you say hamburger. I I love Cecil that you went on vacation in the winter to winter. Like you you were like I wintered to winter. It's not much. It's funny because it's not much colder than it is here. No, no, it's about the same. Like yeah, I, it sucks here too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like nobody, I would not. Hey, if you're thinking about a trip to Chicago, don't right now. Yeah, it's just, a bad. Don't well, do cheap, that. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anytime something's cheap, there's probably a good reason for that. Yeah, like think about that, that discount that neurosurgeon, <laughs> maybe not your best call. Maybe that's something you don't want to deal on. It's moving your eyes, touching your brain, moving your arm. <laughs> hey, he's like a puppet. I can move around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. I, Iceland is a beautiful country and with uh, uh, amazing people. We had a great time. I had a really fun time there. Well, we're back for our break, uh, which you didn't experience, but we did. And that was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> I was exhausted from not doing any work from this show. So I know. I'm, I, know. I'm, uh, I am happy to be back. So not busy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being even not even less busier not busy than I was yeah. not busy before when I'm busy? Not busy. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, the sleeps I can sleep. <laughs> put you in cryo freeze for the week. Actually, what happened is um, you walked out of the studio and I just froze in place here. <laughs> You're like a I TV. just got stuck. On the side. Just started back up again. <laughs> yeah, like the Fonz. Uh, did anything happen while I was gone? <laughs> How would I know? I wouldn't be a part of it. How would I know? But happened. Uh, just, I wait for you to get back and anything deal. Anything happened with the Trump presidency <laughs> while it was gone. Oh my god! Oh, Do you want to want to talk a little bit about just a little, just bit. a little just bit a about touch. that? We should touch just, on it. Just yeah. just to see how it feels. Yeah. Just yeah. So Michael Cohen. Is Michael guilty. Cohen's guilty. Three years Three is years. the suggested sentence. Yeah. Um, and like immediately subsequent to that, AMI Holdings, um, Pecker, Pecker over at AMI yeah. Holdings. Dick Pecker. Is that a- <laughs> <laughs> if your last name is Pecker, don't you yeah, have to name your kid I would, Richard? You got to change your first don't name you to have Dick. to? Yeah, or Wang. You got, I mean, like, how do you introduce Pole. to somebody who's like, I'm Mr. Pecker? Stroke. Really? That's a formal cock. <laughs> <Stroke. That's> a- <laughs> I'm oh, my God, Mr. Pecker had a stroke. Really? Yeah, more than I one. don't know how to. And there's then like, he threw up everywhere. There's some candy striper like, I'm not going in there. You can't fool me with that shit again. Not in the Me Too generation. You can't get me on that one again. Uh-uh. Hashtag uh, no, absolutely not. That's uh, my hashtag. Uh, no. And so uh, AMI Holdings, which is basically the National Enquirer, so yeah. um, is run by a pecker. That's not surprising. It's National Enquirer. We always thought they were a bunch of cocks. Um, so they evidently, it's a pretty brilliant strategy. Evidently they've been buying up all of the controversy around Trump. They're good friends. They share the private jet and zip around and they're buddy, buddy. And so whenever there's a scandal, he's like, I'll just go buy the story with a non-disclosure from somebody and I'll hold it in my pocket and never publish it. And it's actually a really good strategy, you know, like that way you can have as much scandal as you want. And then they sell it to a media outlet who agrees never to do anything. To yeah. it. So as long as they pay, those people agree to, to those exorbitant to those prices, right. which yeah. they were. Right. Yeah. So $150,000 was paid to a Playboy model whose name I forget. I do you remember it? I don't know. Candy Bottoms. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Chesty LaRue, <laughs> Busty Sinclair. I don't know. Hootie McBoob. Yeah. One of them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a Simpsons reference. Licorice Labia. I don't know. <laughs> um, and now, you know, AMI Holdings has, has basically said, look, I, I don't want any part of this with holding information about campaign finance 
Oh yeah. Viol- law yeah, violations. Sure, yeah. So what we're going to do instead of withhold this information is we're going to turn all of it over to federal investigators yeah. and cooperate yeah. fully in exchange and, and, for immunity. And Mueller's been wanking one out to that all week, <laughs> man. You know, and at the same time, that Russian spy also yeah. pled guilty. What's her name? Being a spy, Maria something or other. Karina Karavov or something. And there yeah. was something interesting in, in her thing. I, I read and I, I wasn't, I'm not real clear still on the details, but basically like they were using the NRA. Did you see this? Oh yeah. They, yeah. they were using yeah, the NRA is, as an yeah. information conduit to get, uh, to pass information between the Russian Federation and, you know, members of the conservative party using the NRA. I thought this, I was like, oh, I'm so hard right now. Could we take down? Is it possible? It's possible to take down the NRA. The NRA could fold. Could we hurt the? Oh my uh, god! Yeah, it's all it's all falling into place. I just walked around, just yeah. fucking it's, humping it's the all, air. I was so excited, just fucking I dry was, humping I, the earth. Before you said air, I was like, "Don't Donald Trump make money." <laughs> I don't have one hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars, <laughs> but you do have a flaccid penis. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, do uh, I ever? <laughs> But, uh, but it was, is the Cohen thing has been, uh, you know, it, it's so funny cause I was listening to the reports and there's all this talk of him getting up there and choking up while he's like, Oh, today I'm finally free. I'm free of all the worry that's been on my family's mind. And I'm free because I'm not no longer just lying for Donald Trump. And I was just so enthralled with Donald Trump that I had to just lie from him. Like you are just singing. Cause you don't want to go to jail. Yeah. It's just go fuck yourself, dude. This is that like remorse after you oh, got caught God. shit. It's this like, is that fucking crying Jimmy swagger. Right. Yeah. Bullshit. Right. It's like, I, you know, when I felt bad, as soon as I got yeah, caught, as soon as I got caught, because read got, his fucking tweets, right. man, read those tweets when he's like taunting the government being yeah. like, go fuck yourself. No collusion, blah, blah, blah. He was, you know, he was trying to hide his tracks the other way before. No fucks given until all of a sudden it's like, well, you're in trouble. Well, now I have the fucks oh, to I'm give. Really sad. I you didn't give sad. a shit. Yeah. You just don't want to be in trouble. It's just kind of sickening. Like yeah. when you, when you watch it because it's so cowardly. Well, right? and, and the other thing too, is like, you know, all of these fuckers were in on it. They're just only flipping because they have to. Right. None I, of these people yeah. have a fucking single moral thread. No. Right. They just, all they do is just flip because they fucking they don't want a long prison sentence. And like, I don't think anyone is fooled by the false remorse. I don't think anyone gives a shit about it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, if he was just like, look, here's the information I have. Let's trade. Yeah. You know, do you feel bad? Who gives a shit about my feelings? Yeah. When I have to talk about fucking feelings. Yeah. What are we going to trade LOL dolls when we're done with this? Fuck your feelings. But there's, here's this, the information I have. But there's this weird theater that has to go on when they sentence him that, you know, there's all these reporters in there that are writing every word. And all that masturbatory, remorseful bullshit is all yeah. just, it's, it's just theater. Like you said, yeah. it's just camera fodder. Yeah. None of it means anything. Like if somebody did me wrong and then they felt sorry, be like, I literally can't imagine caring about how you feel. Yeah. If you do me wrong, I don't care about your feeling. What? What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you yeah. in that equation? Yeah. That's like, like, that is literally the dumbest thing you can yeah. say to somebody that you wrong. Yeah, it's the most narcissistic way to right. approach it. Right? Uh, you hurt me. Well, I feel bad about I just it. Want oh, you to really? Know. Tell yeah. me more about your feelings. <laughs> Care at all. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the, the entire thing, though, it really feels like it's starting to, the noose is starting to tighten. Right. Today, first Russian pleads guilty to this, actually. Right. And then, you know, you see 
uh, all the other things that are starting to fall into place. Cohen, you know, you see into a place. pattern of deception. There's right? definitely a pattern, and right. you know, there's also you know, a, like what what the 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 language that's been that was used around Watergate, the unindicted co-conspirator talk. They're starting mm-hmm. to talk about that, like with Trump. So, you know, we're going to see where this goes. But you know, we have had a suspicion that this was the case for a very long time. I'll tell you what, it's not, buddy. Boring. Every morning, it's not boring. Every morning I wake up and I go to Flipboard and I read the news every single morning. And I'm like, something crazy happened. I always, I, every morning I power up my iPad. I drink my cafefe and I just just read no collusion. (laughs) Is it a smocking gun? The smocking gun gun was amazing. The smock. It's where you shoot smocks on people. You're just like, it's like a t-shirt gun, but it, it just shoots like, like seventies frocks or something. <laughs> oh no, I can paint like Bob yeah, Ross. I got, I got a smock. <laughs> I got a smock on. It's like I'm a big a, weird apron with stains on it already. I'm just gonna go ahead and put a happy little jail cell over here. Happy little jail <laughs> cell. <laughs> My smocking gun. That's amazing. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let's get fucking sad about some shit. This story comes from LGBTQ Nation. Is it still LGBTQ? Is it? Isn't it supposed to be LGBTQA? Did they change the designation so it includes all the letters or something? Uh, There's an A. It's just after the end. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Uh, Trump quietly shuts down HIV cure research to appease the religious right. I read this and I thought like, yeah, man, like how much does this feel like when W came into office and was like, stem cells, but I'm from Texas, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. In Texas, we're too rich to need stem cells or whatever. They'll they'll electrocute a mentally handicapped person. (laughs) Totally not cool with any stem cells. Yeah. God. Yeah. So like, you know, it's it's funny because I've been reading, I read a handful of articles about HIV this week. And I, I guess this is probably old news for a lot of people. It wasn't for me, but you know, we're getting closer and closer to a cure. The, um, the, the, the treatment protocols, I was shocked to realize just in the past 10 years when I was reading that they've gone from a cocktail of pills to a single pill. Yeah. A single pill with you almost know, no side effects. Do you know how they did that? No. Those fucking ribbons you put on your car. I thought they that's were useful. How it, that's how it does God it. God damn. If you put enough ribbons, what is it? What ribbon is the HIV? What is, is the AIDS ribbon? <laughs> It's actually just made of needles it's, and gay penises. It's, it's <laughs> you just called it the gay plague on our podcast, you asshole. No, I also called uh, it the, the needle plague, oh, too. So. It's gays and needles. No. That's how you can, yeah, no heterosexuals ever gotten no, it. No, none, none of the good ones. <laughs> No, 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 they were good. They wouldn't have AIDS. It's a whole thing. You, know, you would just read something. One, Cecil. <laughs> one of the one of the articles, one of the parts of this article where they're talking about what they do, the reason why they use these these stem cells. Which first off, it's like what? Well, like, is there any way to like? So we can't use these aborted because it's the abortion, right? They, right. It's donated abortion. So right. a woman will have an abortion and they donate it. Can is there any way we can get to like? women's houses really quickly with like a jar during a miscarriage. <laughs> like, what, what can we do to continue the research? But one of the things that they do is they take, jar. Is, I don't know. Well, you know, tougher word work time in a it's pinch. Like, I imagine like this mayonnaise just, jar with a fucking, you're just going to, you're going to the kid in the kid into the, in the refrigerator. Honey, is this lasagna? What is this? What? Don't do whatever you do. Don't put it in the Why microwave. are you looking at me like that? I've eaten the leftovers. So what? 
Oh, not again. Twice this year. Huh? Twice this year. Label the things in the fridge. Okay. Delicious this though. Tupperware is only for miscarriages from now on. We're never going to use it. It's the one with the lid that's a little wonky and doesn't actually fit. We're only going to use this. We're using Tupperware. the shitty Tupperware from Ikea that melted a little in the dishwasher. It's got the, it's got the stuck on mac and cheese on the side that you can never get off of there. You know, the moment right. one time you put it in there, you'll never get it off. We'll put of there. red sauce in it and heat it up in the same container. <laughs> it's just that. And now it. we'll just keep putting red sauce in it. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, well, I miscarried on a Sunday, so it's Sunday gravy. It's it this whole thing. <laughs> it's a spicy meatball. <laughs> well, uh, the guy was Italian, uh, so it's fine. <laughs> Miscarry talks with its hands. It's weird. Anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, ma'am, we really appreciate the miscarried fetus. The bay leaf was a nice touch that you put in there. <laughs> a little satchel of spices look at in that. the side there. Look at that. Uh, How nice. But uh, but what they do with the fetal tissue, I guess, is they... Curates? <laughs> <laughs> they, they give it to mice and turn them into human... Uh, they, ba- they make they, the they, mice... They make them a better a, analog to yeah, humans. Basically, yeah, basically, a better analog to humans. Yeah. And the first thing that popped in my head is, okay, let's say we can't use the aborted tissue anymore. Sure. Can we just set up a fucking place to make the mice across the border and still continue the research and just do them? And just buy the mice? You just buy like human immuno efficient mice or whatever. Right. Like, is there, and I don't know if that's the case because again, one of the things I don't know is how you would quality control those mice, right? Because that might be one of the major issues is the reason why the scientists do it themselves is so that they know that they can quality control the mice with the, you know, human, the human embryo juice, but with the juicy stuff. (laughs) But yeah, but I, but I think I, you know, the first thing that's in my head is like, is there any way to just circumvent this? Cause this is a really important thing. Cause it otherwise is. that research is just going to go to another country. Yeah. Well, it's, it, I I'm fine if it goes to another country and then we cure AIDS there. Like, yeah. I don't care where we cure AIDS, cure right. it on the fucking Aleutian Islands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. but like this idea that like, we can't cure a horrible disease because somebody feels squeamish about yeah. how we use something that already fucking happened. You know, like I feel squeamish about people dying. I feel squeamish about people getting, you know, fucking AIDS. That's what I feel squeamish about. I yeah. feel squeamish about people fucking wasting away and and dying of a horrible disease when they didn't fucking have to. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that, like, we should get worked up about. Not like, oh, I got fucking mice who had a baby smoothie or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Fucking coat mice and whatever. I don't care if you roast them alive with a flamethrower. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. Yeah, I don't know how it would curate. I mean, so I guess maybe I'd care. <laughs> as long as it, there. What if it did curate? So <laughs> then let's do it. Then the, I'm, I, there's an unlimited number of mice I'm willing to sacrifice right. for yeah, that. I, I'm literally but, true. Yeah. But, uh, but it's interesting because this is kind of a double whammy, right? On the one hand, they don't want to cure AIDS because they didn't want you having sex in the first place. Right. And then they also yeah. don't want, yeah, to how use much the of that fetal, is there, right? Yeah, right. And then the other part is they don't want to use the fetal <laughs> tissue, Tom, because they didn't want you having sex in the first place. Right. And the ways in I mean, which that you makes prevent, everybody that doesn't want yeah. to be having sex in the first place. So. The ways in which you prevent this is you you prevent HIV and pregnancies through sex education and contraception. Yeah. That's right. how you prevent those things. But guess what? They, they didn't want, want you either. having sex in the first place. Yeah. 
Because this is all about abstinence only. That's what this whole thing is. It all just distills down into abstinence only. And yeah, well, I mean, it's sex shame, right? That's like it. it's it's, yeah. it's just like it's, all we want you to do is not do it. Right. That's it. And if you get HIV, that's your fucking fault. Okay, but if you have an abortion, that's your goddamn fault. And we're never going to give you any of the tools to stop. Yeah, but that's only, I think that's only partially true. What they want is they don't want women to have sex. Nah, you're right. You're right. They want men to have sex with women, but they don't want women to have sex. And if they do have sex, they shouldn't enjoy the sex. That's for yeah. sure. And it certainly should be consequence. It, should, it, it should, should have consequences. Yeah, you should then, you should be labeled as a whore yeah. and you should get diseases yeah. and, you know, that's your fault yep. and blah, blah, yep, blah. Yep. It, it like their world makes no sense. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. Oh my God, this is fucking crazy. So I got to read some parts of this. This is from the Progressive Secular Humanist blog over at Patheos. Um, Bishop Donald Sanborn, um, this is him claiming that immodest dress of women causes sexual assault. Immodest just, needs? <laughs> immodest <laughs> needs? We should start that charity. Where it's just like Creflo Dollar posts yeah. up there like, I got some immodest needs. <laughs> uh, is there any way anybody could just buy me a new Jaguar? <laughs> So here's the thing. I need a mink coat that what lives inside a bigger mink is coat. It's a kilo of coke to sprinkle over this hooker's ass. <laughs> it's, it's a an, big ass. It's an immodest knee. <laughs> I got to numb that thing up for what I'm going to do to it. <laughs> I also have to pep it up because it's not going to be into it. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just not going to be into it. All right. So I want to read so that so we don't make any, uh, you know, assumptions. This is from his post verite, which means truth, I think. Mm. Um, he says in his, in his blog, he says, it is true that the conduct of some men is deplorable in this regard. He's, He's talking, talking about, about sexual, sexual assault. assault. Yeah. But it's also true that the conduct of some women is deplorable as well. There were bad actors on both sides mm. of the sexual there's also, assault. There's also very fine people on both sides of the sexual assault, Tom. <laughs> Scroll down. The trend began over 100 years ago. Prior to that, by the way, there was no sexual assault. Did you know that? Zero. I didn't. Yeah. yeah a, a little known yeah. fact he made up yeah. uh, and gained momentum in World War One. Before the war, for example, women covered their entire bodies with clothing. After the war, the hemlines came up and the necklines came down. It, the thing that he's missing here is that all of that, uh, you know, buttoned up till the fucking brim started in the Victorian era, which is in the 1800s. And, so, and we know from the way that women are treated in countries where they're covered fucking head to toe. doesn't matter. That it literally doesn't matter. Dress has yeah. nothing to do it with it. It doesn't. But it also is just historically inaccurate right. because he ba he's basically, it may, he's making it sound like since the beginning of time, women have been in these right. body bags. And yeah. then yeah. they just finally unzipped it and men were like, I gotta fuck it. And like, <laughs> so, but that's, that's just not true. It's just not right. true. And like, also, it also completely invalidates any indigenous people's I I was going to bring that up, right? right? Like, look at like, look at any indigenous culture throughout like most of yeah, all that's time. Not and the, Western. And the ones that, that's not yeah. Western. Right. Yeah. yeah. The ones that currently exist, like the guy, the Papua New Guinea and big yeah. parts of Africa, yeah. the, those guys in that Island that shot that yeah. Christian guy with arrows <laughs> <was>, recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he, he fought in the shade that day, didn't he? <laughs> like, 
Like they're not actually it's so funny because it's on this article. Look at it. Really they're like is. wearing nothing. Yeah, those, they're like wearing yeah. nothing because yeah, it's hot out. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, hot. And why would you wear it? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then like all those pictures so they used to jerk off to in National Geographic with the girls with the nanner titties. Like all, <laughs> like all those all those girls never wore a single top ever in their entire life. And like I love it. Like this this would mean like oh man we should really look at the Amish community for a pillar of non sexual yeah, right. assault. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The fuck right. 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 Epidemic. Right. Um, so blah, 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 after the war, the 1960s produced a sexual revolution unheard of in the history of the world, which in turn caused the revolution in family life from which we are still reeling. Mm. Uh, what that means is, is that women's took back some rights and well, that is stat- The reason why you're still reeling is because you don't like women having rights. Right. Period. And like, that's what, it. What that's all that. Yeah. The pill drove yeah. that. Exactly. Contraception drove that. Cause yeah. all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can have sex for recreation. I can have sex with a reduced set of yeah. consequences. Just like all the dudes could forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, okay. Well, anyway, up to about 1965, most women were married, not divorced, had five or six children. I love it. It's focusing on the women. Like, yeah. Cause then also just be most people yeah. were married, right? Sure. Cause the had to be married. Somebody anyway, not divorced, had five or six children at times more and were devoted to their homes with the appearance of the birth control pill in the sixties. The role and attitudes of women would change radically. And with these changes, family life would suffer immeasurably. Yeah. If you don't count the women in the family. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Family life would suffer. Uh, probably not according to the women who now had more sexual and personal autonomy. Yeah. And also like, like this, the, what's the benefit? What, why is this a good, like where most women were married, not divorced and had like, I, I never understood like, the not divorce part. It's like fucking if you you're not enjoying your life, where the fuck are you staying married? I, like it doesn't even make any right. sense. Yeah. And not, and these people use divorce all the time. Yeah. They get divorced all the time. That happens constantly. Religious people constantly get divorced yeah. all the time. It's if absolutely a sin. It's just as bad as sin as an adultery or gay yeah. sex with your cousin right. or whatever the fuck other stuff is in that but book. But you notice how little they rail on yeah. divorce politically, yeah. right? It's, right? They have the same theological issues with divorce, yeah. but it's like, yeah, but everybody still wants that option. Still want the- everybody, look, I, I don't really care like who you are. Everybody wants the option, yeah. right? Sure. Even if you're fucking thrilled yeah. in your marriage, even if you have the greatest marriage of all sure. time, it's like, yeah, but if it goes tits up, yeah, I need to be able to fucking jettison out of that. My thing. perspectives at 19 might be very different than my perspectives at 39. Right. That just happened. That did happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right. So in other words, uh, he says the effect of all this revolution in sexual mores, as well as the role of women, is that men and women have been thrown together into situations which are very dangerous. Women are daily interacting with men in the workplace. That's the place that it's dangerous, right? In many cases, they are dressed in such a way as to be immodestly attractive to men. The inevitable result is that unless the men in the office are very vigilant about the virtue of chastity and fidelity to their wives, some very bad things take place. In other words, dudes can't help it because we're just men are rape machines. Yeah. We're rape machines in the, in this also like is the message to women hide, hide in your house, hide yep. in your clothes, hide under your yeah. kids, hide it behind your husband, yeah. hide, always be hiding, hide away from your job. You cannot ever be safe. Men are going to rape you. If you show them your ankle, my God, we yeah. are just, it's, or, it, or they don't like, like you said in fucking plenty right. of countries because where they don't true. That, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Right. It's because none of that's true. literally all you can see is their eyes. And you know, there's, there's some places you can't even see, see the that. eyes. There's like a fucking like a fucking fog machine they carry around with themselves <laughs> or something. It's just fucking constantly coming out of it like Godzilla. It's it's amazing 
that that is a message in 2018 that anybody would fucking say out yeah. loud. Yeah. Um, he says, most of the assaults upon women are seen in show business. What? what? No. An environment which, that's just not even true, oh, yeah. which is notably loose and never known for its observance of chastity and fidelity. Well, I thought it was politicians doing this with stuff. I, I didn't thought think just it was, everybody, like, yeah. did he not like read a Me Too once? Like, yeah, it's know, like right? the whole thing was like, yes, it happens, Me Too. Yeah, it happens to a lot of women. It's the words in Me Too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Also me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do we need another hashtag? Hey, idiot. Also hand up. Yeah. Most of the quote victim and quote ladies in these cases look like lascivious women and probably did much to cause the assault. Why is anybody turning to the Catholic church to adjudicate issues on sexual mores? Mm -hmm. These are a bunch of chaste baby rapers. Like, yeah. That's this is not a group of people yeah. that has experience in male female sexual power dynamics, male female relationships, male female anything. Yeah. They don't know anything from experience at all because they're not allowed to have any experiences. They don't know what it's like to go to a workplace that's like a regular person workplace. They don't know what it's like to live a life that's like a regular person. Nobody life. should listen to these people ever about anything. They don't they don't have a regular person life. Everything is taken care of for them, man. Unless your question is how should I swing this canister of incense? Yeah. How should I wave this thing around? Right. How should I smack this uh, fucking coffin with fucking water? Right. Then, yeah. I mean, if, if, I, if I needed to know what, what type of cloth right. I needed to wipe a coffin, mm -hmm. uh, a holy water from a coffin, I would ask a priest. I would ask a priest. Because yeah, they might know. Yeah. They yeah. might know how not to ruin the finish on yeah. the way to the right. grave. Yeah, that's a yeah. good. That's Although a good that's call. Two finishes, by the way. <laughs> Double finish. It's already finish. done. <laughs> All right. And for the United States of America to put the power of the federal government and all of its money and resources behind this transgender movement, it is just nothing short of insanity. This story is from my Fox Eight. High school teacher in Virginia fired for refusing to call transgender student male pronouns. Um, this is very much what it sounds like. So, um, and and I think I want the, the point I wanted to make here is that in this story, I'll relate it to you. In this story, it sounds like the teacher genuinely slipped up. Like a thing happened and he used the wrong pronoun. But then when he was confronted on it, rather than saying the easiest Oops. thing to say is, sorry, oh, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean anything by it. Please accept my apology. That was just 100% my mistake. I'm sorry. It's over. It's over. Instead, what he said was, you can't make me do it. Yeah. You can't make me do it. And they're like, well, we can make you fired. Yeah. Even in Virginia. Yeah. yeah. And they did. They made this guy fired. And Absolutely. he's just like, well, but Jesus wants me to call the which, person the wrong pronoun. Which what? is weird because he's like, he's like, look, here's the thing. I am not going to call them the wrong pronoun, but I will use their new name. Yeah, which is weird to me because it, it. And then he's like pointing to God, and we're like, "What is is God so sweet?" God's like, "No, pro is pro is way better than proper." I'm just saying, pro is. It's like you have the pro, you have the you have the amateur wrestling, and then you have pro right. wrestling, and pro wrestling's way better because you got Jimmy Superfly Snooker coming off the top rope. It's just Superfly better. Fly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, like the reason, the reason. He had already started using the name. Yeah, like he, I know. He was already using the name over and over and over again. And he had said, like, at, at one point, so it says, it says here, it says, 
He's a bus driver. He was a bus driver, the school's first girl soccer coach. And in the process of earning a master's degree, he's a husband and sole wage earner. This is all in the article. Yeah. Sole wage provider to his family, including four young children. And I'm just like glad he thought that a pronoun was worth more than his kids fucking eating a food. I, you know, it's so funny you, know? you say that because like the article, it's a Fox article, right? So they paint this guy as, man, what a good guy he is. And all he did was slip up, but he yeah. didn't slip up because it says in the article that he slipped up and then he doubled, doubled down, down on, on it. Right. That's the important yeah. part. You know, it's interesting. I had a sensitivity training this week, a gender and, uh, and privilege <laughs> sensitivity training this week that I went through. Yeah, so are are minorities going to be more sensitive to us now? I hope so. God, I, am I hope so. Really, I am sick of them pointing out my privilege. It I, just makes right. me. It makes First me crazy. First of all, that's just rude. It makes me crazy. Stop filming me when I'm calling you the N word, too. By the way, come on, that's super rude. That's just going to get. I out. didn't give you my permission to film. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if that's not one of my privileges to be privileged, yeah, in secret, yeah. What then the hell? What good are all these privileges? You know, I'm okay with you filming me when I call you the N-word. I just want you to make my voice like that. Like, <laughs> and then you got to black out my face. Wait, no, don't do that. Okay, forget it. Forget it. I, just, I don't black out. I don't want to. No. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. But um, one of the things that they did. Yeah. First off, they mentioned exactly what you said, which is um, during the gender sensitivity, it was a, a non-conforming gender identity person who was teaching it, which is, which I'm not sure what the difference between non-conforming gender uh, identity and non-binary is. I'm, I genuinely don't know what the difference is. I, I, but, uh, but I'm not, I'm not, no. And I'm, the thing is, I'm I just didn't, shaking my head. There saying, wasn't time to ask, either, man. but I just, and I didn't get a chance to ask. The thing is, is I was, I was like, okay, they gave a, a big, long uh, lecture on it. And one of the things that they said was, if you screw up, apologize and just move on. The person wants to move on just as much as you do. Yeah. They don't want to dwell on it either. And it was, a, it was exactly what you said. It's just move the fuck on. Yeah. The thing is like, I think in life you're allowed to make a lot of mistakes. And if you make mistakes with good intentions and then you own your errors and say, yeah. that was, you know what? Yeah. I just fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will try not to fuck up again. Yeah. That was my mistake. And I genuinely feel almost everybody is receptive it to that. Stop. It just stops. Yeah. Right. So one of the things that they, that we did was we did this portion of the workshop where we, uh, they handed out this, this piece of paper and the, on the piece of paper, it says there, this is the cisgender privilege market below are some cisgender privileges as a group, please choose which privileges you would like to buy Ooh, okay. if given the option. Card. And basically each privilege costs, it doesn't matter. Basically you, we got to choose five of these privileges. Other, other tables got to choose 10. Oh. It depends on the table. And so yeah, some, right. it was a very interesting process because you got a chance to read some of the privileges that you had. And then you also got a chance to see what ones are really, you know, hot people yeah, sort of created the hierarchy, the hierarchy yeah. of, and then it also sort of makes you think too, you know, those are the ones we should be addressing as soon as possible. You know okay. what I mean? Like as a, as a society. So I want to read a few of these off. Do you want me to pick the, some? From the, you know what I'm thinking? The audience should pick some and send okay. them to us. So I'm going to read some of these off. All right. Not being judged based on how well you pass. Not having to come out to someone. Not having strangers ask what your real name slash birth name is and assuming that they have the right to call you by that name. Having people use the correct pronouns. The absence of worry and anxiety about finding a bathroom. The feeling feeling safe in a locker room. Being able to use showers at public pools and gyms. Being considered 
a part of the queer being being considered a part of queer without having to justify to to the heterosexual and queer people alike not being excluded from the LGBTQIA movement not having strangers assume that they can ask you what your genitals look like my god what who does that what? who's like just like look I just want to know what your genitals look like. I mean, I've like, never wondered. Well, I can't say I've never right. wondered that, but I never asked that. <laughs> I mean, I've asked that, but like, we've got to get to know each I other. I mean, yeah, first. we've had a drink at least. Wouldn't that be a weird, like, um, so what are your genitals like? Your genitals. Are they roomy? <laughs> Pretty much. Cause like, did you get cause the- to me? All genitals. Are roomy. <laughs> <laughs> Not having strangers assume that they can ask you. Okay. I already said strangers. Not asking how you have sex or how you feel pleasure. If you end up in the emergency room, not worrying that your gender will keep you from receiving appropriate treatment. I don't know how that actually interacts. I don't understand how that works, but I, I don't know. It's, it's listed here, but I don't understand it. Um, and that again shows my privilege, right? That's absolutely. I don't even have to understand. I don't even. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't have so to understand. So I have I the privilege of not. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Of not even knowing. Yeah. Uh, when you go to the hospital, not having all your medical issues uh, be seen as a product of your gender, not having burdensome costs associated with changing legal legal documents, having health insurance that doesn't specifically preclude you from receiving benefits or treatments available to others. Again, I don't understand I don't what know. that means. Yeah. I don't know what right. that means based on this. I don't know right. how that works. Um, when you express your internal identities in daily life, not being considered mentally ill by the medical establishment but, uh, under gender dysphoria. Having multiple TV role models. Being able to find role models, period. The ability to adopt children. Um, the ability to be affectionate with someone else in public. Freely being able to discuss your relationship with others. Raising children without worrying about people rejecting your children because of your gender identity. When you are promoted at your job, not being subjected to scrutiny because of your gender identity. Having people correctly assume your gender. Speaking from your own experience and not being asked to speak for an entire population. Yeah, that's an interesting that's one. That's an interesting one, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, not having to disclose or explain your gender identity. Not, not dealing with the societal expectations that you will champion your cause. Uh. Have others educate themselves about you and not be expected to act, be an expert on an entire population. Not having a fear of losing family or loved ones. Being employed as a preschool or elementary school teacher without people assuming you will corrupt the children. Raising children without worrying about the state intervention. Having others comfort you when a relationship ends. Being a foster parent. Being able to discuss and have access to multiple family planning options, not questioning normalcy both sexually and culturally, and finally, receiving validation from your religious community. Well, I mean, that's all. Isn't that a, a lot, lot of your yeah, life? That's a lot. That's Isn't a lot. that a lot yeah. of your life? That's legitimately a lot of things. That's a lot of your life. A lot of so I'm, I, I know that your... that's a lot to, to take in for the audience to hear. Yeah. Um, but what ones would you buy? And I'll tell you what our group bought. Um, our group bought, I'm only going to list four. We had five, mm-hmm. but I'm only going to list four. Not having the fear of losing your family or loved ones. The absence of worry or, or anxiety about finding a bathroom. 
having health insurance that doesn't specifically preclude you from getting benefits or treatments available to others. And we chose that specifically because we didn't want to, I mean, yeah, health is that a very terrible. important thing. I don't yeah. know how it interacts, yeah. but it sounds bad. And then the ability to adopt children. We chose those because they feel they felt like, like yeah. big needs. And so when I hear this and I think about this, I know for in, for future reference, I'll be thinking about, you know, making sure that I, you know, try to fight for people who are transgender for their right in those places. In those arenas, right. Because yeah. those, those to me felt like the ones that felt like were really important. I, I now on all these other arenas, I'll still try to fight for them, but right. those are ones that I'll particularly play. Yeah, pay it's an interesting to. way to, to, to think about the, the issue and to think yeah. about the ways that we don't have to interact yeah. with those issues. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We believe we're moving into a supernatural season where if needed, God will multiply food. I have seen God multiply food more than one time when I was cooking. I mean, when my kids were little, they were always bringing their friends into the house. And I remember, you know, spooning out spaghetti or whatever, just praying in the spirit over that. And God just made more and more and more. This story comes from Newsweek. A ritual held at Trump International Hotel to protect the president from the deep state. So what I love about this, Cecil, is it's like one crazy thing intended to fight another imaginary crazy thing. <laughs> It's, right? It's like Godzilla versus Mothra. It really is. It really is. It's like, it's like, first of all, there's no deep state, you know, like that isn't happening. Yeah. But it, the solution to that happening, not happening is to have some fucking religious ritual so that the thing that isn't happening will be influenced by the ineffective, impotent thing that you, it's so delightfully crazy. It's like, well, I don't want that thing not to be. So we got to do this. Do Guys, I'm not sure how this works yeah. anymore. Can you write? <laughs> did anyone write it down? I don't feel good about yeah, it's so my funny. afternoon. The, day, the deep state, when I start reflecting on the, the term deep state, and I think about the intelligence level of the people in this country who, as we voted for Trump, we're the least deep state. <laughs> In the entire world, right? We're like, not a deep state. We should have a shirt. Like, we don't have not, not a, a deep, coach. Yeah. We're not a deep state. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's just, I mean, and and this this along with all the other garbage that's coming out about the deep state. You know, that we're going to be talking about later on. We'll be talking about you know crazy people who think that you know just around the corner for all those people. Right. That are going to get busted. It's happening. It's, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah, well, that's the pre-cum is on the tip. Yeah. There well, we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they say it said here, conference attendees credit the prayers with helping Trump administration directly, such as the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh. And I'm just like, how the fuck did their prayers do anything with that? And also didn't, why would your prayers for Donald Trump do anything? He literally did nothing but nominate him. Well, I guess because he got what he wanted, right? Because he got his toy. He got I his know, but like, like, Yeah, but when it's important, when a baby gets his wishes yeah, or whatever, that's like that's important. Otherwise they have a big tantrum and you have to put yeah. the binky in there yeah, and to wave nobody, arms. Yeah. nobody wants to see that. I love too that's like, oh man, we prayed for the thing that was, numerically most yeah. likely to happen. Which nobody, you know, there were so few people out there that thought that Kavanaugh was not going to, I mean, who thought? Did you talk to anybody that was like, Kavanaugh's a, not going to get nominated? No, it's a party line vote. Well, shit, even after like the, the accusations came out and Christine Blasey Ford got testified. Well, it doesn't Kavanaugh. matter. It's like, everybody else is just vote. like, yeah, okay. Nobody cares about yeah. that. Like, we don't care. It's just, that was just an opportunity for theater 
We've decided already we don't care about sexual assault. We, we've decided that because the president was like, hey, I sexually assault women. And then we were like, cool story. Yeah. You're elected. Yeah. We're just like, oh, you want to grab me by the ballot? Okay. Right, yeah. Sure. Exactly. Go right ahead. So, like, we, we know we don't care. And, like, I love that they would take credit for something that was the most likely outcome. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, that water after we prayed. It sure was wet and conformed to the shape of its vessel. I will tell like, you what. what it does. And when it was high and then it fell, uh, it fell. It just fell because we knew it was going to fall. Man, oh, man. We had, before that happened, we didn't know if gravity was going to work. We weren't sure. You know, yeah, we it's worked before. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's worked a billion times before. But you don't know. What if it doesn't work next time if we don't pray about it? We are idiots. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is just an astonishing one. This is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is Ann Vandersteel. Amazing name. Oh, yeah. Absolutely this name. amazing name. Fucking money in the bank. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ann Vandersteel says 80% of government leaders are involved in pedophilia. That's 80%. a lot. 80%. That's a lot. That's like. That's a lot. Nearly all of them. That's a lot. It's got to be weird to be one of the 20%. What's crazy is, is there's a 50-50 Democrat-Republican vote. So wonder. So it's 100% of the Democrats, but still. Right. Yeah, right. Still, hey, a good portion of the Republicans are also. If you're also, in that 20%, they're like, hey, man, you want to go uh, do a little baby fucking? Like, no, I've told you time. Like, that's not my... The lobbyist, you guys are so weird. The lobbyist just walks in with a stroller. <laughs> Uh, hey, Bill. Off a payment. hey Bill. He's pushing back. <laughs> How are you gonna vote next week, Bill? You know, I told you not to bring me babies. That's wrong. <laughs> wrong. I'll take it. I'll, I'll okay. take it. I'll take wait, it. Well, you're taking the stroller. Yeah. I'm taking the stroller. Wait, you're, I need it. You're need saying it. no, but you're saying yes. <laughs> huh? Your eyes and your crotch say yes. <laughs> All right. So Come this on, is baby. It's cold outside. This is, <laughs> can't say that anymore. Can't say that on TV anymore. Uh, I saw so many different back and forth between that this week. Have you? Uh, yeah, I, I read a couple articles about it. Yeah. Yeah. I read a couple it's articles about it. interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, where do you fall on the baby? It's cold outside. I think if you read the article, the articles I read, if you read that, if you listen to that story in context from when it was written, I don't think it's problematic at all. What about you? I, I don't really care. I hate yeah. that song anyway. Do you? Yeah. I kind of like the. I don't mind that song. It's, yeah. it's, it's an okay Christmas song. I like, I, I. I'm not a big Christmas song yeah. fan, but like, I think like, you know, for, I, I read some very interesting articles that like, were like, look, you, you got to contextualize this thing. And if you contextualize this from when it was read or when it was written, sure. Like it's, it's, playful. I'm saying no, but I really mean yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because yeah. you have to, because at that point you have to. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I read, I think I read similar articles this yeah. week. And I thought, it, I um, thought they were interesting and I yeah. was like, yeah, all right. That makes sense. It feels it feels in keeping with the time and place that the song was written. So why, what, you know, well, how do we feel about things like uh date rape in like uh, movies from like the eighties then? Uh, well, that's date rape. That's different than this song. So I think that's problematic. Like for sure. Yeah. I think the end of the song, the, one of the important parts of the end of the song is that at the end of the song, they come together and they, she agrees. She's, she's happy to stay. She's like, Oh, you know, and then they, they sing together in unison, implying that they have come to a place where they are both, happy with their decision. Sure. That's not then a rape or a non-consensual moment. Like that's a, that's a playful banter. Sure. sure. That, you know, yeah. I but was yeah. just saying like, like in the context, yeah, stuff? But, but in the, in the context of the moment, it was funny mm -hmm. and now it's not. 
Yeah, right? I yeah. think that I think that's weird that it was ever funny. Yeah, like I think that those moments, like when you're talking about like those eighty movie eighties movies things, um, I think it's like it's a moment where you're like, that's weird that that was funny. Yeah, we should we should pause and be like, that's weird that that was funny. Why was that funny? Who yeah. was that funny to? I, that's the part I don't know because I a lot of those movies, to be honest, I haven't seen. Sure, um, but I've I've read the hullabaloo that's kind of you know going yeah. around and um. I I always wonder, like, is was that just funny to dudes? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Was that funny? Was that funny across genders? Was that did that did that tickle everybody's funny bone? If it did that, I really wonder about that, and I don't know what to think about that. Yeah, I I think that it's not a good. I don't think it sheds a positive light on the on the attitudes of of sex and young people. Um, but it's not about the people acting, right? A movie is for the audience. And so, like, if the audience reacts in a positive way, and it's all the audience, sure, then I don't know what to think about that. I mean, yeah. obviously, it, it doesn't. It, it says some things that are, yeah, really unsettling. Yeah, there's an interesting know? part, and in, I was watching six. I was watching not sixteen candles, uh, Breakfast Club recently, and in the Breakfast Club, uh, the guy, uh, one of the one of the guys goes underneath the table. He's hiding from the the principal or whatever. And so the guy comes in the room. I've seen this movie a hundred times and I don't remember anybody's name in the movie. So I've never done. seen Breakfast yeah, Club so, actually. So. so there's a moment where they're on Saturday detention and the guy, like the, the guy get, gets kicked out of the room and then sneaks back into the library, falls to the ceiling, sneaks okay. back in the library to get his bag of dope. And okay. so he gets his bag of dope and the principal or the teacher busts in and screams, what the hell was that racket? And while he does that, you expect him to see the guy who just fell through the ceiling, right. but he's nowhere in the in the room. Well, he's hiding under one of the desks. Well, he's hiding under the cheerleader's desk, and she's okay. wearing a skirt. Mm -hmm. And during the the conversation that they're trying to basically get rid of this teacher, he, the guy who's underneath the table, her legs are open, and he starts to put his face in between her legs. Okay, and she clamps her thing down, and then. Everybody starts coughing at one point because of it. Like basically she makes a sound and sure. so everybody starts coughing or whatever. But I mean, it's clear sexual assault. Like, right. like you can't put your face in between somebody else's legs without permission. Sure. Right. That's right. just a thing. You know, you can't do that. I don't even care if you're Lawrence Krauss. You can't do that. <laughs> but you know, like the fact is, is that, is that, you know, that moment uh -huh. is it's played in the for movie humor. and it's yeah. play and it's in the movie for humor. Right. And and I, it's I interesting I to seen it. see it nowadays, yeah. right? And be like, oh, well, how does it play? How does it read to you now? It reads creepy now. Yeah, it reads creepy as shit now. Yeah. When I was a kid, it didn't matter, but in, when I'm an adult now and I'm watching, I'm like, oh, it's gross. I wonder, like, and I don't know because I haven't seen it, so I'm just wondering, right? Yeah. So please, I'm just wondering. Yeah. Like, I wonder if if it reads as comedy because it's so absurd that it doesn't have a connection with how any like nobody's falling through the roof and hiding under a desk. And then like, yeah. you know, you're hiding from the teacher, but you're like, yeah, maybe I'll eat a little surreptitious pussy while I'm down here. Like all of that is so silly yeah. that the circumstances. And again, I haven't Could seen be. it. Maybe it's, it's, yeah. it's all so outlandish yeah. that because it doesn't seem, yeah. it seems like it's happening. The movie is more sarcastic than it is slapstick. Okay. And it's funny too, because like, like I grew up with those movies and I never once got the wrong idea from those movies. I never once got yeah. any ideas from those movies that I could, you know, 
jam my face in somebody's legs that didn't want but it. Like, and again, I have not yeah. seen it. But so like, I do wonder, I don't, like, I don't know that, yeah. you know, like there should be anything like I'm, I, I certainly wouldn't say you should ban a movie because of that no, or no. anything like that. But I guess like a, what I'm, what I'm, what I was going to wonder, but there loud, was a banning of the baby. It's cold outside because, right. Of, yeah. So, I mean, so yeah. I, that's why, that's why I'm drawing that's the, drawing what, yeah, the player. Good, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I wonder though, like if, why would that play for humor? You know, because it's a, because we, the, what would be humorous about that is that it is not appropriate. Yeah. So I wonder if like, of course you don't get the wrong message. The reason something like that is funny is because that's not an appropriate way to behave. I, I It feels like those movies are not, they're not goofy. Yeah. Like those movies that are, I don't remember them being goofy. I remember them, like I say, being sarcastic. Like, like that's the kind of funny in those movies. Not a move, not like that. It's like, it's so wacky. They're so zany. It's, uh-huh. you know, it's more teen angsty than anything else. Okay. So yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, it's an interesting thing that, you know, we decided that that song is not, is not good anymore. It's not a song that, you know, should be played anymore in a right. lot of different places. And it's because of, and I, and again, I, that's why I draw the parallel because, you know, who knows what, yeah. you know, are we going to eventually say, no, we can't see these movies, these 16 candles movies or these other movies, because these movies are problematic. You know, like, but like, I, I I don't think like we, we shouldn't avoid things that are problematic. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's a bad, if something's problematic, the thing to do is to have a conversation yeah. about it again. Like, I don't want to minimize, like, I don't, I don't think that, like, I think that the, the, the messages that we sort of stew in matter, you know, like the cultural messages in our media, they make a really big difference to how we think. And like the, it, so I do think they matter, but like when you, especially when you look at something that's older, you know, you're not, it doesn't feel as like, if I watch a movie from the eighties, it doesn't feel like a movie of my time. It feels like a movie of its time. And so I, if I, if I watch a movie like that, I'm not like immediately like immersed in a moment of my time. I'm immersed in a, in, in a moment of its time. And I think if something problematic happens, we can recognize that that's problematic and have conversations about it, but like banning it, Sure. Doesn't work for no, me. No, I don't. It doesn't you know? work for me like, either. Yeah. But, you know, like, shouldn't you be able to contend no, I, with stuff? I'd go, like, yeah, yeah. I'd go a step further. I'd say, like, if something is bad, we should see it. Yeah. You know? Like, if you have an interest in that, if that's an area of interest, it'd be like, that's bad. Well, let's watch it and let's understand it better. Yeah. You, we, we don't get anywhere. Yeah. By refusing to be exposed. And again, like, I'm not saying everybody has to do sure. this. Like, if something is upsetting. Don't do it. Then you don't want to do it. Don't do it. But, yeah. like. If it's not upsetting and you want to contend with it, like you can't contend with things by shuffling them off into a sure. a dustbin and yeah. pretending they didn't happen. Yeah. If it's if if a movie like that is a product of its time, how better to understand the time? Yeah. Than to understand the, the sure. messages that we were stewing. In? Sure. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna play this. This is from Right Wing Watch. Um, this is from uh one of their shows. I don't know who's on whose show. I think it's the guy with the bigger face has the girl with the the, the lady with the smaller face on his show. <laughs> so let's just watch this. What we're going to find out about the Clinton Foundation, which is what I've been reporting on on Steel Truth Friday night and again tonight, is that that organization was clearly involved in human trafficking. Look at him smile. Smile. Uh, The guy, just as she said that, just as she said they were clearly involved with human trafficking, this guy got a shit-eating grin that just creeped all the way across his face. He's like, I love some human trafficking. I don't think he's smiling because he thinks it's funny. I think he's smiling because he's happy. Yeah, I think it's got like, oh, this is a gotcha. This has a, yeah. We got a gotcha yeah. because 
My picture in picture said it. <laughs> and it's again, I reiterate this on page 294. Folks, look it up in the OIG report. It talks about crimes against children in reference. Yeah, I'm going to read 294 pages. I will read a two book? page. I will read a two page email. Are you kidding me? I love it. She's like, it's on page 294. Yeah. Like I've, I, I know look, exactly where it is. I know precisely. Yeah. It's not between yeah. pages 290 yeah. and 310. It only took one page. To elucidate this point. Exactly where it is. That's because all the rest of the pages leading up to it are blank. <laughs> like her like, mind. <laughs> to the Clinton Foundation. Mark my words, that information is going to be horrific when the full details of it come out. And don't forget about Anthony Weiner's laptop. Remember Huma Abedin's uh, sex, uh, sexting pedophile husband who was sexting with a 15-year-old sending solicitous pictures back yeah. and forth over the internet? When the New York Police Department's uh, child sex tra child trafficking pedophile unit caught up with him and apprehended his laptop, it was no sooner than- They apprehended than his laptop. Stop! <laughs> that Freeze! laptop's just sitting there. Freeze! Laptop. They're like, well, it's Windows. Yeah. It's Windows. It's already froze. So it's, <laughs> it's stuck. God damn it. It's been updating for this whole time. We we're never going to trial. Keep shutting down. <laughs> starting back up. <laughs> and they got it and they alerted the FBI because they found Hillary Clinton's emails. The FBI came in and took it away and wouldn't give it back and wouldn't do anything with it. Sat on it for 30 days because of course the fixers, Andrew McCabe and Peter Strzok, had their little fingerprints all over that. And what's on that laptop has been revealed to be all over that. And what's on that laptop has been revealed to be horrific images of children. Hillary Clinton engaged in it, Huma Abedin engaged with it. These are people coming forth and talking about it. And this- Yeah. Nobody's talking yeah. about Well, you know, when, when they, here's what, here's what happened to Anthony Weiner. They found his, they found out his phone. They found out about this. They mm -hmm. found his phone. They took all the information out of it. And then they sentenced him to like 30 months in jail or something yeah. like that. And he went to fucking jail. Like they because found this happens. when you have evidence, like, right. like they, they somehow get a hold of this, this computer. If they have, you know, fucking Hillary Clinton eating some baby's face, that's a little more important than a text. That the FBI has it. What the fuck are we thinking is happening? Yeah, here? again, like, how do these fucking internet Sherlock Holmeses all have, like... Yeah, how do they know about they, it? They have, like, this, like, secret cache of super information about shit that, like... Well, you know, and the they FBI said that my brother's... Brought, yeah, yeah, right. The FBI yeah. seized it, but we know what's on it. And they won't release the information to anybody, but here's what all the information is, yeah. and I somehow have it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because exactly. aren't you somebody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You're nobody. <laughs> this is what mainstream America that watches, you know, fake news, whether it's Fox or CNN, it's all the same at this point now. They're not getting that information. And it's going to be a billy club over the head to what we call the. What you should do is watch Fortune. Yeah, what you should do is. Yeah, exactly. What you should do is watch whatever the fuck this fucking grinning dipshit show is because guys, he's got his fucking finger on the pulse of America. You're not getting your news from YouTube conspiracy <laughs> theorists. Oh my God. How stupid can you be? <laughs> you guys are missing out. Uh. Not getting that information. And it's going to be a billy club over the head to what we call the normies out there when they realize holy cow, this is what's been going on. They probably won't believe it because the me too movement has given has given birth to such a narrative that Believe the woman. No, don't believe the woman. It depends on who's, you know, pointing the finger. So they're going to spin. The what the hell? What the is not at all what is happening. It has nothing to do with child sex trafficking. Literally nothing. What, like that is it's like, well, you know, I mean, they are canceling the Volkswagen bug. So now people aren't going to believe that Hillary Clinton needs babies. Yeah. What? They have nothing to do with each other.
They're two unrelated items. The Me Too movement. I'll tell you what, though. The Me Too movement means something completely different to a pedophile. That's what he when he when he's like, "How old are you, young lady?" Me too. <laughs> that's that's what it means. Well, to it might also be referring yeah. to Hillary eating the babies. Like, oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> this right back around and try and go, oh, it's just a conspiracy theory from the right. But the hardcore evidence is there. And this president and this Congress. Literally no evidence. Yeah. There's literally not even the softcore evidence. Yeah. <laughs> there's not even fucking late night Cinemax evidence. There's not, even, there's not even the Cinemax where I used to blur the lines yeah. and you could maybe see a titty <laughs> yeah. in between the bars right, type evidence. Like, I don't subscribe to Cinemax, but I'll tell you what, at night if I cross did, my eyes. Yeah, if I cross my eyes, I see Bush <laughs> once in a while. That's either yeah. a Bush or an actual bush. I'll tell Either you, way, I'll tell I've you. got my penis in by my the, hand. By the time that, that it shifted just one tiny bit and you saw like a titty, that was enough time. When <laughs> that, you, were, yeah, you were like right. nine or ten or whatever, it's like, blah, I'm done. Oh, the first, rah, that's it. Like, that's, like, and that's what it up, sounded like. Too. Do you remember dial-up internet? And like it would take a picture and it would like load the page like from the one top like down. line yeah, at a time, top time. You're like, oh my God, get to the titties. <laughs> Why are we not at the titty? <laughs> You're already a jack. My dad is going to be home in three hours. I've got a 14 4 modem. I am never going to see it. Diddy! You're, you're jerking off to their eyes. You just go to a Muslim country and you're like, I love it here. I love it. And this president and this Congress is going to have a really tough time, Bill, because they're going to have to decide how much information can they really share with the public? Because some of it is so great. Well, if they don't share the information, you don't have the information. They literally, and Vander Schnuten or whatever. <laughs> Jesus, Vander Steele. <laughs> That's the fakest name ever. His name is Vander Steele. And here's my husband, uh, Max Power. <laughs> Vander Steele. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Grotesque and so uh, just so uh, revolting what they've done to children that I don't know if the public can handle it. You know, I mean, I, there's this. Yeah. It's almost like they wouldn't believe it if you didn't have a significant body of real evidence. You know, what's crazy to me is like they, that what they're saying is in this story. And there was a couple other stories this week that came out about it where they're talking about the reason why they know what's on it um, on this laptop. And this is this is where they're getting all their information. They're saying, you know, because before what they were saying is that they just had they somehow had. See Hillary, Hillary yeah. Clinton eating a baby's face, but that's right. that's not what they have is Anthony Weiner's laptop, right? And all the information came from Anthony Weiner's laptop. And there's a, a a Liz Crokin story that we won't have time to get to this week, where she talks about how the Her police fingers were decapitated. Well, the, police, <laughs> <laughs> the the police were watching this tape and they were throwing up. And yeah. like and they had a barfarama like stand by <laughs> me or whatever, and like. One of the things that she says is they saw all this stuff. These police officers saw it. And then the FBI came in and swooped in. And I'm just thinking that none of those guys, not a single one of those police officers had a USB drive. Not, not one of those cops sent something from that computer to their own Gmail account. Now, one of those cops even took out their cell phone and took they? a photograph of what was on there. Not one of those cops did any of that, but we somehow know that that's what's on this. Well, we, we know, but we don't know. And then the FBI takes the information, but like nobody at the FBI has a conscience or children or has met a child or like yeah. has ever been a child. They are just hatched in suits from yeah. like <laughs> FBI bugs or exactly. something. But it's just, it's just madness. This whole thing is just, I, what I don't understand is like, what drives this bullshit? 
Like, what is at this point? Like, what is there to gain? Because it's never going to come to fruition. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It's crazy that this conspiracy just keeps going on and on and on and on. And they're like, wait until you see it. Right. Wait until you see it. And you're just like, hey, man, I I know that you guys were using this to try to deflect the idea that somehow the president did anything wrong, right? That's what the that's why this thing was even created by people was right. to sort of deflect the idea. But it's and that's why it's all that's why it's been amplified yeah. by other forces. We talked about this on the other show that we did. You know, one of the reasons right. why the Russians <clears throat> even amplify this story is to try to make it sound like it's more true, mm-hmm. so that it takes away some of that. You yeah, know, some of the juice, it, some of the, the juice side, from yeah. the other side. And so that yeah, like I think the reason why this is the the this story got so much push initially is because people were like, well, you know, if we, if we make it sound like there's two sides of this issue and that the president has this stuff, maybe the, the, the investigation won't go as deep or they'll stop it sooner or whatever. And that didn't happen. But So now you're in a, you're you're painting yourself into a corner. Now, now you don't know. Now there's nothing you can do because there's no act anymore. Now they need to produce something or else. You know what they should use is their scapegoat. Hmm. A goat. Well, that would work. Alternatively, the real criminal pedophile ring yeah. of the Catholic of the Church. Church. They should. Right? Like, isn't it yeah. amazing that, like, that that evidence surfaces and it's full of evidence, yeah. right? right? Like, Cardinal Pell, did you see that, like, Cardinal Pell was uh, adjudicated guilty in Australian court for, yeah, for hiding, I, for it, hiding for, abuse, yeah, right? Yeah, the rug. Like, this, this has happened yeah. and we know it. And it's a real child sex traffic. I mean, like, all of this shit, almost not the eating of the faces. Like, yeah. That we know where it's happening, but it's like, well, okay, well, we don't want to talk about that. It's not politically convenient. So yeah. instead, it was George Soros yeah, and George you know, Soros like, and yeah, there's, there's Q no, and all the fucking Anthony pearl clutching Wiener and all this pearl clutching shit about won't somebody think of the children is all nonsense. Yeah. It's and it was always nonsense from day one. This is won't somebody think of the political advantage to thinking that the bad guys are pedophiles. Pedophiles. That's exactly right. It statistic out there that we talked about on Steel Truth on Friday night. And this is what's so scary. Maybe one to 2% of the population around the world is maybe interested in pedophilia. Yeah. But if you now look at leadership positions in government, that number jumps up to pushing 80%. So the, the people running the, our governments around the world are sick people by and large. I mean, there's a handful of good people, but the majority of them are not. And, and this is why the, they've been so the desperate to take this. Mostly the Democrats, right? So yeah. she says 80%. Of the people, and he's like mostly the Democrats, and you're like eighty percent is a lot. Right now, we have a fifty-fifty government. Right. You and can't have eighty percent, but mostly, but half, mostly, <laughs> mostly, mostly it's fifty percent, but it's eighty percent. It's eighty percent. Sixty percent of the time, that math works every time, <laughs> every, time every single time. <laughs> I love too that they're that these guys will say things like it's politicians that are somehow involved right. in this. When talked about the priests already, but like. Daycare workers yeah. get caught for this sort of thing on occasion. You know what I mean? Like and, politicians and, have never been caught in right. mass. Do- in like, mass, there's no in mass, right? There's there. You know, like it's it's daycare workers. Remember the gymnast doctor who was oh, dealing yeah. with children all the right. time? Yeah. Like there's a a guy who has access to children all the time and commits horrible, horrible atrocities against dozens, dozens of, of women. women. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's an op. That was that guy a politician? And you know, like the thing is, is like they, they, they hear these other stories where people have actually have access to children and commit these right. horrible things. And then they're just like, yeah, well, the, these, you know, 
Like what? What are they doing? Are they are they raping all the kids on Bring Your Kid to Work Day? Like what is? How are they getting access to all these children? Like oh well, there's another school bus tour here to visit us at the fucking Congress. Bring them in the back room. We got to get them in the cloak room so I can reach up under their dress. I I I think that that is almost literally part of the narrative, right? Like they have secret underground tunnels in this crazy nonsensical worldview. Yeah, full of like. stolen yep. Haitian kids or whatever. Yeah. Clinton like, Foundation is just shipping them in a I, weird God. boat. Just like a drum full of kids. Like <laughs> they pop out like those like snakes from the, like the, the peanut put, brittle. Just like, <laughs> they put them in giant bottles and throw them in the ocean <laughs> with a cork in it. <laughs> and hope, bottles and hope, hope that they wind up on our shores. <laughs> I love too when she says like, there's a statistic out there. <laughs> there are. Well, there is though, Tom. That's a, that's a true statement. There is a statistic. Uh, where'd out you there. get your numbers from? Well, I went out there. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where I found it. Is I went out there. This president out because they know he is clean and they know he is bringing the goods against them. He's been around. Yeah, he's he's clean. He's clean. Like he's been paying off porn stars that are third his age. <laughs> <laughs> he's so clean. <laughs> who makes like weird lascivious comments about his own daughter. Oh. The guy who's like talks about like sexually assaulting women because you could get away with it. That's the guy that's that, like, the clean guy. You know who's not yeah. weird about sex. <laughs> you know who's, you know who's, you know who's real normal clean. on sex. You know who's squeak clean. Our old creepy president, <laughs> Hansy McCann's face. <laughs> bringing the goods against them. He's been around circulating with these people for years and he was sober when he did it. And recognizes and remembers conversations that were had. He knows about Jeffrey Epstein and Pedophile Island. So he understands. Pedophile Island. <laughs> pedophile Island. Welcome <laughs> to Pedophile Island. It's like the land of misfit toys. There's just like a little kid. The plane. The plane. <laughs> There's a lot of little kids. <laughs> pedophile <laughs> Island. It sounds like the land of misfit toys. It sounds like worse than the land, land of misfit, misfit toys, toys, though. Where a bunch of misfits. <laughs> Rudolph the trafficking reindeer. Listen, guy that won't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fits for a pedophile. <laughs> Use some lumber, it won't fit. Oh, God. Oh, terrible. Pedophile uh, island. Pedophile. Hey, guys, uh, maybe uh, we should rename this one, huh? <laughs> what? The sequel's The Island of Dr. Pedophile. <laughs> yeah, can we call this like normal, good time, fun, consensual sex island? Okay, uh, that would be one ticket for Pedophile Island. What do you mean I'm arrested? Oh! Do not go into the tunnel alone. <laughs> Whatever you do. Pedophile do Island! Not, do not. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our most recent patrons. LMBB Vin. Someone's going to pay for this. Jeannie in Vermont, Tuco, Dana, John, Heath is a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, he is. Rubber and Heels, Caliente. Frederick, P. Bledsoe, 63. Trevor, Samara Wagner needs to sit down and write her book. Jade Lee, Lee Wade Lee, <laughs> Kirk, and Amanda. Thanks so much. For your generous donations, we really do truly appreciate it. You guys are the reason Gloria Hole Studios exists, and you're the reason that our employee will get a Christmas bonus this year. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about that. He owes us a Christmas bonus. 
Yeah. It, he gets he gets the rub on your Christmas bonus. <laughs> so uh, we want to also let people know that uh, next week we're going to be doing a live stream on Thursday. Thursday night sometime, probably in the eight-ish, nine-ish region yeah, time. So uh, so we'll fashion. put on uh we'll put out a tweet earlier in that day and a Facebook message earlier in that day to let you know exactly when it's gonna be happening, but it should be in the evening. So we'll be on all those places that we normally live stream to YouTube, Twitch, uh, Facebook, and uh the myriad others that we that we stream to. We just uh guested on a show called Left at the Valley. Uh, left at the Valley podcast had us on, and we had a great time on their show. Nice really nice people up in Canada, up in so. the Canadas. Uh, very yeah. polite. Uh, yeah, yeah. they were they were super polite. Very nice. They gave us a case of they paid us in beaver pelts, case and- of maple syrup that they call whiskey. And so, <sighs> but uh, but they were super nice. We're gonna post a link on this week's show notes. Uh, check it out. They did an interview with us, and we had a great time. So uh, so check out their show. Got a lot of email in the last couple of weeks. So we got a message oh, from Brian and Brian posted a, a an image um, that was from Liz Crokin's Instagram. And Liz Crokin is talking about how she met a fellow amputee and someone said, you're an amputee? And her response is, two of my fingers were decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> I like this phrase, decapitated partly. Decapitated. Like, they cut the head off a little bit. <laughs> partially of my decapitated. Finger. Yeah. Fucking idiot. So we got a message. Um, we got a lot of messages actually this week. One from Brian, a couple other people called in and they said they didn't hear their roast. We are going to be sprinkling some, we could, there was just so many, so many people, so many people suggested roast that we just did not get to all of them. So there will be some on some scathing atheist and some cog in the future. We'll let you know when they're coming up. They will be soon. We will, we will uh, probably within the next couple of weeks have one episode where Tom and I will just be on right. and Tom and I will be roasting uh, several people on one episode and the scathing guys will do the same thing on their show. They'll, they'll dedicate several minutes to it every couple episodes, but we'll let you know when it's going to be on. It'll be on in the next few weeks. You'll just have to download every podcast guys. That's just how it's going to have to yeah, work. You'll we will leave download, no stone unturned. Just download every podcast. We got a bunch of messages about uh, people doing witch stuff. And, uh, one of them said that they didn't, this was, this one is from Andy and Andy says that being said, we didn't think that we were lying or fooling ourselves. We fully bought into it like mass hallucination X saw spirits. So we were all in the moment and we saw it too, or it had something or something to that effect. Yeah. So we got a lot of similar yeah, emails, a lot of similar emails that said basically, really yeah, basically the exact same thing, which is, you know, we were just basically under mass hypnosis. Yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting because it, it, it dovetails other religious experiences, Absolutely. right? Like, yeah. yeah, I was in a great big group of people. We chanted, we chanted, we did our thing, blah, blah, blah. And then we all felt the same yeah. thing. We all had the same experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to let people know that our show's available on Pandora now. So if you wanted to find our show, you have to do a search for it in the podcast portion of the app. Um, and you can find our show there and uh, you can listen to all the episodes there. So if you wanted to consume our show through Pandora, that's a possibility for you now. We got a lot of messages about the Facebook show that we did. Um, a lot of people really liked the deep dive stuff yeah. that we did. So Tom and I are going to go through and... Uh, maybe start a, a little list of stuff and maybe, um, you know, once every couple of months or maybe sooner than that, I don't know. It depends. Have a show that's just a deep dive because people really responded to it very well. Um, we did, we didn't get any negative comments as near as I could tell. So, um, so 
uh, if you if you were have a suggestion for a topic, let us know. You know, something that we could dive off deep into. Maybe watch a few documentaries. Maybe um, read some very long articles, well sourced articles about it. We'd be happy to uh, cover some suggestions from the audience. So if you have an idea for a deep dive that we could do in the future, let us know. We got a message from Michael about uh, Facebook and Twitter ad tracking. There's a website. He said it's a little old. Um, and it's called My Shadow Detox, myshadow.org slash detox, where you can go through and clean up a lot of your traces. Yeah, it's he says it's not perfect, but as it has a huge impact. He also says, um, by running the detox, the data detox and doing duckduckgo.com instead I've heard of Google, that. I heard that, it's yeah. better. It's better for him. We normally don't push detoxes on this show, but we will <laughs> this time. We got a message from Jennifer who wanted to let us know that fighting alongside uh, all the people, uh, all the good people of the world who are trying to stop people from uh, from consuming fake news. Librarians are leading the charge, teaching our children how to read. Yeah, I thought articles. that was, I thought that was really interesting. And, you know, a lot of what has to happen is we need to become <clears throat> uh, better digital consumers and we need digital educators to help us do this. Yeah. Like people who can help apply the basic tools of critical thinking to a digital world. Yeah. Right. And we know objectively from research that we are not good at this. Yeah. So we are not doing a good job and we need to learn to do better. And anybody who helps in that fight is going to make the world a better, safer place for everybody in our online communities. We got a message um, from Derek and Derek says that he runs a, uh, a niche social media site. And he was saying that one of the reasons why propaganda got so easy is Facebook and Twitter implemented a share and retweet buttons that help set off a chain reaction. He said with those easy to click buttons, news articles can spread incredibly fast before those buttons existed. You would have to go to the website where the articles published, copy the URL and then paste it into your own status. Right. And uh, if your friend wanted to share it, they had to do the exact same pro process. And so some people wouldn't do that. Right. And that wouldn't, that, would, that wouldn't lend itself to the virality of right. that particular mm -hmm phenomenon, which is interesting. And I know for sure that, you know, the, the share button they even talk about in one of the documentaries we watched. It's huge. So, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. We got a message. Uh, this is from, from Jeannie in Vermont. And she said, um, you know, you guys just did this, this show. Uh, but I'm just curious, you know, what, what, what should we do about it? Like what's, what's, what's some things that we can do about it? And we did talk a little bit about this limit. Your social media exposure is one of the things, yeah. one of the ways to approach it, be more conscious, conscious about what you share is another way. Yeah. I, I think, you know, that answer, we didn't give hard and fast answers because I think your, your interest and use and utility of social media varies. Right. So, but I, you know, I will stick to what I said before, which is, I think that you should have, a, I think you should you should spend some time thinking about what social media is, why you use it, what value it has in your life. Then you should have a plan for yeah. how much you want to do on it. How much time are you willing to devote to it? Yeah. How how do you want to interact with it? How do you want to build your digital billboard or your digital brand? How important those things are to you? How do you want to consume media? Where do you want to gather your information from? Like really stop and like outside of of using these tools, stop and think about how these things are tools in your life, what effect they have on you and what effect you want them to have. And be try to be objective about, about your behavior on these tools. How is it impacting relationships? Is it impacting your thought processes? Is it impacting 
how you spend your free time? Is it impacting what you think about how you think? All of those things are all important. Spend time on it. Yeah. Then develop a plan and act on that plan. It's going to be different for different people. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, but be critical. Make sure it's conscious. Just Don't, be critical about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Never assume you're going to do a good job by accident. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to think about it. We got a message from Brad. He said, uh, you know, leaving Facebook is almost impossible. He's like, over 10 years ago, I tried to kill mine. I went through all the steps. Uh, the last being, uh, don't try to log into Facebook. He's like, I didn't try. Somehow a few, few years later, I started getting updates from old high school acquaintances. I couldn't uh, log in to kill it anymore, and it, but it clearly isn't dead. He's like, he just made a spam filter for it at this right. point, but he deleted his account. I was telling Tom earlier that uh, that I, I had a second, another Facebook page before that I had friended him on, but nobody else, a very right. few people. And, uh, and I wound up changing it to the current Facebook page that I have now. And I abandoned that page and I haven't logged into Years that page ago. in a long, 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 long time. And I still get messages when Tom will post. Me. <laughs> so it's, it's hilarious. But, but I, cause I don't think I have other friends. I think I might have two friends <laughs> and the other people stop doing stuff. Well, too. I should unfriend you. You should unfriend And then me. you won't have to, you got to dig through it. And unfriend unfriend it. You should unfriend me. You got to find me. You got to find me. You got to find me. I'm going to unfriend the fuck uh, out of you, fucking bro. Fucking do it. I love it. Tom, we got a message from Megan about the 23andMe, uh, basically yeah. the DNA stuff. So there's a handful of those DNA analysis companies. 23andMe is one of them that I've used. Um, and, you know, she raises an interesting point. She says she's hesitant to participate because uh, what do they do with the DNA you pay them to take from you? They own that shit after you send it in. Um, you know, there, I, there, there are a lot of disclosures in the 23andMe. I don't know, to be honest. I don't remember. Um, I did it kind of on a lark. I recognize that maybe that's anathema to my other privacy concerns and my larger concerns about how we give up our privacy without thinking. Megan, I didn't think too much about this. And that's kind of my bad on this. But I did just that um, yeah. in exchange for the information that I assumed I paid for and so had some rights over. Yeah. Now, I, I do think that that is, though, part of what would make something like the DNA analysis companies a little bit different. Because I paid for them, I am a consumer and I have consumer rights. And so I am more confident because the money exchanged right. hands. Yeah. I am more confident yeah. that my privacy will be safeguarded relative to that than I am when I'm not a consumer. Yeah. So in places where I know I'm not a consumer, um, I recognize more that, caution. That, yeah. that there's a difference there, yeah. right? So Yeah. And Tom's but, just banking on the fact that he's a non-secreter now. Yeah. That's what he's <laughs> I just secrete so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when it goes real fast, it loses all the DNA. <laughs> uh, we actually sent in an image, but I'm going to read it uh, instead of posting it. It says, a Christmas carol. Uh, a Christmas carol is the heartwarming tale of how rich people must be supernaturally terrorized into sharing. <laughs> I think that's great. It's so funny. Because the moment you hear it, you're like, that's true. <laughs> oh, it's true, isn't it? Three times he has yeah. to get terrorized. The first yeah, no, time, it doesn't, it doesn't the first time the he's first like, two eh, times. whatever. It's like, whatever. Four times, really, because yeah. like the Crowley Cause, and yeah, whatever. Because Alistair Crowley visits right. him or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, Mr. Crowley. Mr. Cromwell or whatever that guy's name is. We got an image of oh, Trump God, from Aaron. Wow. Aaron sends oh. us the only, the best images. We're going to put it on this week's show notes. Oh, um, talking, oh. I'll tell you what. Um, no, we'll put it on this on week's it. show notes. Um, oh. This is episode 447. I don't need to see that again. 
That's going to wrap it up for this week, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.